On Before the Bestseller, we talk with our favorite authors about the books they wrote and the stories behind how those books made it big. I'm your host, Alex Straffy, and it's an absolute pleasure to have you here today. I am so excited to bring on today's guest, and yes, to address the elephant in the room, I know it's been a minute, my apologies, and I'm glad that we're back, and I think this is going to be a fantastic episode because it covers a topic that we're all maybe aware of, is Amazon's acquisition of Goodreads and how those two platforms will intermingle moving forward. And who better to walk us through that than my good friend, Steve Sarner, who is the former vice president at Goodreads. And he basically gives us the roadmap, some of the roadmap. He walks us through the importance of the integration. He walks us through the Goodreads platform, what it is, how authors can take advantage of it, and also his own journey through publishing. So it's my pleasure to welcome on Steve Sarner. Steve Sarner, this is my first time doing a podcast in person. So thank you for coming down to San Diego to do this. Rough to come down to San Diego, Alex, anytime. I'm really, really excited to be down here. I am equally excited because of all of the secrets you can give us, you know, all the, the secrets we're talking about before this that you can just expose, I can expose on. No, uh, <laughs> Steve, first question for everyone who comes on the show yeah. is a childhood story that made you who you are today. You know, that's a great story. At Goodreads, we um, say, what's your favorite book or what's your favorite book you're reading right now? So I, I, I like your story or your question there. Um I, I don't know if there's a single story as much as, you know, just the fact that I played a lot of team sports uh, when I was growing up and, you know, um, my parents were really involved. And I think that just helped me understand teamwork and, you know, built me into kind of like some of the leadership skills that I try to uh, emulate today, uh, you know, just being there for the team and, and doing the best I can. And so that's that's really kind of helped me through my career uh, of, you know, being in sales and marketing uh, through, through most of my career. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh that's awesome. And it makes sense because it sounds like Goodreads has been very team-based for oh, yeah. a long time. It sounds Absolutely. like you guys have a really incredible team there. So It's, it's a great culture. Cool. has been um, before the acquisition by Amazon and uh, has maintained Amazon has been a fabulous parent. Uh, and we still have such a great uh, culture within Goodreads as well as in the Amazon bookstore too. Yeah. So much that I'm excited to dive into related yeah. to Goodreads and Amazon. Uh, in this first conversation, yeah. I think we're really going to stick with talking about the future of Goodreads, the mm -hmm. future of Amazon. Uh, a lot about you know what's changed over the years. You, I believe you've been with Goodreads now for seven years, correct? Seven years full time, but I actually was one of the Goodreads initial users. If you'd like to hear that story at all, I would love to. Break some of it. So back in 2004, I was at a company called Tickle.com, and one of our software engineers uh, who had been uh, been promoted into uh, product management was a gentleman named Otis Chandler. Okay. And Otis was a uh, very talented software engineer, very talented product manager. 2004, 2005, we were acquired by Monster.com, and uh, we had an opportunity to say, okay, what's next for a lot of this team? And Otis was a passionate reader, and he used to talk about how he'd love to go to his friends' homes and see what was on their bookshelf. And with social networking coming around, there was you know this thing called MySpace and a thing called Friendster and this thing called the Facebook, and uh, we kind of dabbled with social networks at our company as well. And he goes, I want to build a social network for readers. And what do you think of that idea, Steve? And I said, I think that'd be a great idea. I love to read and, you know, you're, you're passionate about it. He's bouncing it. this idea also. Yeah, exactly. And other people too, but I was yeah. one of them. So he built Goodreads with his yeah. wife, Elizabeth, uh, and his apartment. And um, I'm user number 216. 
uh, out of over 150 million now worldwide. And Otis, you know, basically said, you know, I know how to build a site, but you know, I don't know a lot about sales and marketing. You know, do you think you'd kind of help advise me? So I was on his original advisory uh, group, um, which is really an honor and privilege to be able to say that I was in the early days of Goodreads and kind of help get things started. And, you know, over the years, uh, helping interview people and salespeople, helping with this first salesperson on board and um, all the way through the acquisition in 2013 with Amazon. So I've been there from the beginning of 2008. Clearly a significant company that's been built here. It's yeah. been purchased by Amazon. Right. Uh, that's that's cool that you were user 216. I think that's going to be in the in the podcast titles. Goodreads user 216. <laughs> how, so that's how you got your start in books, was actually from Otis telling you, hey, what about this idea? Yeah, exactly. And, you know, so I was doing digital marketing uh, for, for, that was my my focus, both marketing and sales. And I would say digital marketing, what were you uh, so selling online advertising, but also on the growth marketing side, uh, working with websites to help get them built. My original career actually was in the airline business. Really? Yeah. And I, uh, I was actually on a team to help build the second uh, airline website back in 1995 Coach. called uh, Reno Air. Reno. Yeah. Okay. yeah. And um, and we were one of the first five airlines to sell tickets online. So I was really into this whole internet thing. And, yeah. and that's when uh, Reno Air was acquired by American Airlines. It was kind of like an opportunity to say like, I could stay in the airline business, but this internet thing is going to be something really big. So I want to go see what that's all about. Yeah. And that was the career change. And uh, and it's been great. I've been close to many, many sites. And it's it's been a great ride. And it's particularly around books because literacy and, and you know, promoting reading and helping people discover books is such a great mission. And, and it's such a, an awesome thing to be able to help, you know, uh, you know send, you know, we have mil- tens of millions of people adding books to the want to read shelves today on Goodreads. Judging by my, my background here, I'm sure you can see that I agree <laughs> with you uh, on that. Uh, I still need to read some of these. So, <laughs> American Airlines, that's also super cool. Uh, my mom works for American Airlines. Oh, yeah. yeah. I'm going to have to tell her after this. Like, mm-hmm. I had the, the guy who kind of built the <laughs> American Airlines website. So, uh, well, it was that Reno Air. They were acquired. Yeah, different. Right, right. So when it comes to Goodreads, you know, Start Off is really just a social media platform, mm-hmm. right? For people to share their books, yep. share their, their, you know, virtual bookshelves. How have you seen that progress? You know, obviously it's become a huge marketing powerhouse. Tell us a little bit more about what the platform is and, and the features of it. Yeah. So our, our whole mission is to help people um, find and discover the books they love. Uh, and really, you know, discover the books and get more out of reading. And, and it's, we're all really all about book discovery. You know, what are you going to read next? It's a big investment. And so we've just really built the community around uh, as a place to discover your next book, track your reading, and, you know, you know, find a way to follow authors, discover new authors, follow them, uh, and, and truly get more out of reading. Um, and along the way, we've built a lot of cool features to help bring back people and engage them. Things like, you know, the reading challenge where people set how many books they want to read and help them track and if they're staying on track and give them great tips. We have a fabulous editorial team that, you know, does a lot of awesome articles and trending books and, uh, and, and aligns uh, books with seasonality. Is that the team that, that nature? where you get like the, you know, nonfiction choice? Yeah. You get those badges on Amazon. Is that coming from the, the badges uh, are, are not actually with Goodreads. Um, that that's more of an Amazon thing at this okay. point, although we are looking at some badging opportunities, but no, this editorial team actually writes articles and book roundups and things of that that's nature. Uh huh. And all staying within Goodreads itself. Yeah. And then, you know, we've done other things like summer reading. We're in the middle of right now, which is launching all the you know great books for, for summer reading. That's more focused on, on fiction, but I mean, it's playing nonfiction and uh, summer reading too. 
Um, and then, of course, we have uh, the Goodreads Choice Awards, which is the world's largest awards picked by readers, um, have you know well over 5 million votes uh, on the Goodreads Choice year, Awards each year. Uh, I think we're entering our 15th year uh, this coming up in 2023, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, and then we have a fun year in your year in books, which if all the reading, everything you've inputted into Goodreads, it you know spits out you know like you've read so many thousands of pages, so many books, the shortest book, the most popular book, and all kinds of fun stats around your your own personal reading, which is a great engaging fun fun thing as well. Are people reading more nowadays? Uh, we certainly saw that uptick during the pandemic, and you yeah. know the good news is um, we're still seeing really great growth and. Uh, Really great engagement. You know, our monthly uh, active users continue to grow. Our, our um, reviews submitted monthly is always continually growing. So I would say even in this world of uh, TikTok videos and a million other distractions, books are still very cool and very much uh, in vogue and still very much happening, which is really exciting. Book talk is a, is a whole different topic uh, <laughs> for another day. <laughs> Are you seeing people re? Are you seeing a quicker, a large increase in nonfiction or fiction readers? Um, it's it's stayed steady, uh, you know, and it, and it's it, it's um, evenly split, and um, you know, a lot of you know, fiction books get broken on Goodreads in a big way. Like there's one right now that uh, is coming up called The Fourth Wing that is going to be the it book of 2023. In case anybody's heard that yet. But uh, this book is exploding right now, and it's you know it's re- reminiscent of Hunger Games or Twilight series or something like that. Okay. And this is going to be a, a massive bestseller, and you know maybe by the time this podcast airs or by the end of the year, this will be on everybody's radar screen, and it really kind of helped break on Goodreads, uh, just like Fifty Shades of Grey broke on Goodreads too. I didn't know that. Uh, yeah, that's where uh, some Goodreads groups really got that thing going, and then it exploded into this this franchise and this crazy thing that it became uh, all started on Goodreads. How have you seen the culture on Goodreads change over time? Um, do you find that it's still like a very intimate platform or do you think that maybe some of that has gone away over time? How do you feel? About that? You know, one of the, there's a great article that um, was written about us a couple of years ago saying, you know, Goodreads, the one social network that's still a nice place to be. <laughs> I think I remember reading that. And we still are. You know, and we work really hard to, uh, to keep that trust, and um, and we we've uh, put a lot of effort in, in in into that to make it a really friendly, safe environment, uh, and and make it a community that that uh, that's a good place to be. And that's a challenge in these social networking days for sure. But I think we've done a pretty good job overall. One of the, uh, the biggest criticisms that Goodreads has gotten, uh, and especially you know, in the past few years mm-hmm. since it's been acquired by Amazon, is the uh, progression of things like you know, staying modern, like the UIs. You know, yep. it's still kind of maybe looking like a website from five years ago. Yep. Right? Um, how do you view you know, the direction that Goodreads is headed? Is it kind of this antiquated thing that Amazon's taken over, and then now Goodreads is kind of go going to go by the way? Or, or what does the future of Goodreads look like? Oh, yeah. So great question. Great point. I mean, I'd be the first one to say that 2009 called. They want their website back <laughs> on some of our pages. Uh, but we have released a brand new book page, which is the most popular page on the site. And it's absolutely gorgeous and has so much more functionality. It's a modern design. And um, and we're really excited about that. And we've uh, and we've launched a few other smaller pages with that same technology and that same interface. And we'll be rolling the entire site out into this uh, modern interface uh, over time. Um, I can assure you that Amazon understands how valuable and much, how much value we give to Amazon, but also the reading community. 
So the Goodreads brand is is definitely a, a really big win for Amazon and continues to to exist and will continue just like Amazon's commitment to books. That's where they started and, and they're going to stay in books for, yeah. for, for forever. So um, Goodreads is going anywhere. Goodreads is not going anywhere. Okay. Um, to answer the criticism on the uh, interface and things, it has taken us a little bit of time, but we've invested a lot. That The fact that the front end hasn't changed much doesn't tell the story of what's happening on the back end. And, you know, one of the beauties of being with Amazon is the uh, the leading edge, you know, trust of customer trust is so important. So we've really improved so many of our backend systems mm -hmm. to protect the data, protect the privacy, uh, give people the choices of their privacy. And all those things are so important to do right and build that and maintain that trust. That's where the work has been of late. And now we're starting, we're really excited to start you know, uh, polishing the, the the front end more, and you'll see more and more of that uh, as uh, uh, of course of this year and and in the next as well. That makes a lot of sense. Yeah. What about the integration between Amazon and Goodreads? So mm -hmm. obviously, the fact that Amazon owns Goodreads, there's a lot that Amazon can take advantage of. Uh, you know, with the the Goodreads platform, whether it's the data, whether it's you know reviews, whatever have you. Uh, or even, you know, make sure in, in advertising, right? Mm -hmm. Where do you see the future uh, between the two companies and, you know, what it's going to look like in terms of, you know, from readers and authors and the experience of, you know, those two sites kind of marrying? Sure. I I think uh, I, I feel very confident you'll see two separate brands. I mean, Goodreads is the community, is the place to discover books. Amazon is the place to acquire them. Yeah. And not so much in a community. Um, are there... You know, our reviews are very different than the Amazon reviews. Uh, our reviews really talk about the book. That's that's one of the, the uh, major promotions of Goodreads right. is that a lot of people talk about the reviews seem a lot more legitimate on the Goodreads platform. Exactly. And they're more thorough. You know, in Amazon, you can get mixed up with them. My, my shipment was delayed. Yeah. And, and so, you know, that, that you know, yeah. we're, 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 we're all about the books. Yeah. Um, and, and all the community and, and really keeping that. So so those elements, I think, will, will continue to be independent and, and, and complementary. Um, and also, you know, we're agnostic retailer. I mean, absolutely, when you, you can buy a book, we're here to discover a book, but if you want to acquire a book, we have links, obviously, for you to acquire a book. And Amazon is the first choice or Kindle. But you can click a button and we'll list Walmart and Barnes and Noble and, uh, and Apple Books and, uh, and let you find your local library to find the book. So we're, I'm surprised by that. So we, we're, gonna we're agnostic. Yeah. We're going to continue that because that builds the trust. Like yeah. that, that, you know, that you know, people can acquire the book wherever, wherever they want. Yeah. And we're certainly going to say, like, Amazon's a great place to do it. But if you want to buy it from someone else, by all means, you know, that's your choice. You have so much publishing experience, uh, or, or you know, working with publishers, mm -hmm. working with folders, right? Where do you see, you know, there, there's been a lot of big changes in publishing, right? You know, KDP came out, now everyone can be an author, yep. right? Which there's, you know, pros and cons of that, obviously. Um, and that was, you know, really just to open the floodgates of the amount of books that can be published per year. Then, you know, e-readers came out. Now, you know, you can read a book and it completely changed how people really consume that Absolutely. content. Do you have any other insights into the next, you know, whether it's AI related or within the next five to 10 years, how the publishing industry as a whole is going to change? Um, that's a huge question. <laughs> <laughs> and the AI thing is the big mystery, uh, which is, uh, um, is something that everybody's grappling and trying to figure out right now. And I don't have the answer for that. But, you know, I think from Amazon on our side is we just want to make reading uh, more accessible 
and you know helping good books get discovered uh and books that you enjoy uh and you know that's stay focused on that mission uh and and i think that really will be the key there's you don't have any internal conspiracy theories about what the future looks like from in terms of buying and selling books or anything like that uh i don't i don't really have anything uh, uh, more than to say than that other than uh you know it's you know kindle is revolutionary for sure and um i i think uh you know and i like one of my favorite features is kindle notes and highlights like i typically will buy a book usually from my independent bookstore by the way uh that i want to read and particularly nonfiction books i'll buy it hard copy first i'll read it and then the ones i like i'll go buy it on kindle so i can annotate and highlight and share those highlights and annotations with my my friends yeah i was gonna say we're, i was wondering where you're headed back because we're about to have to bleep that whole section out in case amazon heard about <laughs> no no they know <laughs> that, that makes a lot of sense um i think that wraps it up uh for all the question i had about questions i had about goodreads the integration with amazon mm-hmm. uh, publishing anything else you want to add um you know you're kind enough to come on next time to talk about how authors can use goodreads as yep. a marketing platform obviously we're you know a podcast that caters mainly towards authors so you know that's gonna be a really big learning experience for me as well but anything else you want to talk about with the integration or just the future of goodreads or, or anything like that i think that um you know people should count on the fact that we're, we're really committed to improving goodreads we know there's a lot of areas that we can make it better and and um, we love the feedback that we get and we're working really hard and really proud of the new book page really proud of the back-end things we've done to uh make sure the, the experience is private and data is secure and and all of those elements and you know we're able to one of the things our amazon advantage is they let us be good reason let us be our brand but it also it gives us access to the world-class technology and advice and counsel to you know to do the right thing as well so I think that blend is really going to be great. And I think it's going to serve readers and authors really well in the future. Well, Steve, I really appreciate you coming on and talk about this mystery box, which is this huge <laughs> you know, integration between one of the most loved reader platforms yeah. and this big behemoth of a company, Amazon. So great. Um, you know, which also serves people well. So I appreciate uh, you coming on and chatting uh, all about that. It was a lot of fun. And now it's a beautiful day out. Let's go to the beach. <laughs> <It's okay. laughs> Thank you for listening. I know there's many other things you could have been doing during this time, and I hope you found this episode incredibly useful for you and your journey. And if you did, or if you have any feedback, I would love to hear that in a review on Apple. That would be fantastic or anywhere else that you are listening to this show. So thank you. And if you're the type of listener that is also an author or looking to be an author soon, feel free to email me at alex at advancedamazonads.com. That's alex at advancedamazonads.com. And I'll add you to our weekly newsletter where I send out all of the best marketing tips I've ever heard from authors that I've had on this show and many of the authors that we work with. So I look forward to hearing from you if that's something you'd find useful. And either way, I look forward to having you back for our next episode.